Hey everybody, welcome into the Woody Hayes Athletic Center for some snap judgments on a Tuesday after Ryan Day, Jim Knowles, and Kevin Wilson updated us on the progress for the Buckeyes after an off date, and they're getting ready. I don't know if you can see it from this angle. There's softball going on, and then there's a beat Hawkeyes logo up there. Just, it's pretty much expected. And of course, there's Marvin Harrison and here an hour. And before, the third but... part was Marvin Harrison and Reese Stockdale out there on the jugs machine. So a couple days away. Uh, a lot to learn over an hour with those three coaches. Uh, that's Bill Landis, Jeremy Birmingham, I'm Austin Ward. What did we learn, Bill? So Ryan Day didn't want to talk about injuries. Mm. And tell me if I'm reading too much into language here. But Kevin Wilson was talking about when they get Jackson back in practice. Yep. As if to imply that he has not yet been back in practice. What am I to make of that? Well, he's <laughs> he said... I was going to ask about this. It felt like he was trying to be careful with what he was saying and expectations because he started that and he said, now he's already doing a fair amount. And, you know, I don't know what to exactly make of that because as Berm has made the point, Jackson Smith and Jigma doesn't need to practice. That's very true. Right. And he's, it's supposed to be outlawed from going through practice. Correct. To Berm. So um, I think everyone here still anticipates Jackson Smith and Jigma playing on Saturday against Iowa. Um, now, the way that Kevin Wilson described it did seem uh, suspicious at times, but also I don't think he wants to be in the position of saying, hey, Jackson's coming back on Saturday. I'm the offensive coordinator. Yeah. I'm going to speak in, out of turn. He's a coach that's been here a while. He's not in the Jim Knowles school of saying whatever he wants to because <laughs> he doesn't know he's not supposed to say Love that school. Whatever. Uh, he's been here a while. It's his offense. They're playing against a defense that absolutely embarrassed them five years ago. I don't think that they want to give away anything. I would bet Jackson Smith and Jigbo plays on Saturday. Yeah. Maybe it's 15 snaps. Maybe it's 20 snaps. Maybe it doesn't need to be a full complement of game reps, but I'm going to be shocked if he doesn't play on Saturday. It matches the timeline. It matches the expectation. I've not heard anything at this point uh, as the Buckeyes got back to practice with a plus one on Monday that would lead me to believe that Jackson is not going to play, but... Um, that's the way that Snappy Jays have gone this year. Tuesday has to be devoted <laughs> first and foremost to injuries and most specifically to Jackson Smith and Jigba. Well, yeah, and, and I think he's going to play too. I'm not, I'm not trying to read too much into what Kevin Wilson said. I just thought the choice of language was interesting, but it was. I think there is some probably some gamesmanship going on with that uh, as well. Ryan Day, like, Ryan Day was like in big game Ryan Day mode, I thought, for his <laughs> press conference. Like, there, there are certain weeks where like, Ryan Day is a little more loose. You know, I'll go have a little back and forth. We tell a joke or two. And then there are weeks where he doesn't want to talk to us for one second or give away absolutely anything about his team. And I feel like that was this week, which is a strong indication, I think, of how they are approaching this Iowa defense. It gives away something about Ryan Day. And again, the last time he played Iowa, Ohio State got beat 55-24. to 24, And that was Ryan Day's, you know, first real Big Ten road game coordinating with, with Kevin They already Wilson. got their redemption game against Iowa. They haven't played him. And Iowa have to come here and take a beating. Nope. No. They didn't? All right. They were supposed to come here in 2020. Okay. Well, I, I just imagined it. What yeah, it looked I mean, like, no, I guess. This is the, <laughs> the first meeting since that 2017 okay. game. So I've really done a lot of Iowa research. We do, we do know that Ryan Day is a guy who remembers things and circles it's things. like an elephant. And, uh, yeah, he's like a heffalum uh, <laughs> or a pachyderm. Or, sure. All of those things. Yeah, but uh, you know that these guys are taking it serious. And we, I, I asked him, like, it's kind of weird because... There's been so much turnover and transition in the program in the last five years. But most of this offensive staff was here for that game. Brian Hartline was on the staff as a, you know, assistant for, for Zach Smith. Tony, uh, Tony Alford and Kevin Wilson, Ryan Day were all on the staff. Like, 
they're going to have some some stuff ready for Iowa. I don't think this is a, a you know, we're not taking it seriously because Iowa can't score, at, you know, at, on singles night. So uh, I don't think that they're going <laughs> to score a lot this weekend either. So it, it's going to be, uh, they're taking it far more seriously than we are, which is, I guess, par for the course. Uh, did you think that there was too much attention paid to the Iowa defense? Because I did. I, no. I know no. that they're good, like, but do they merit that much conversation? Because the game... No one thinks it's going to be close. The spread is 27. I, I know, but here's the thing. Again, the last time Ryan Day and Kevin Wilson played against this team, they intercepted five Ohio State passes. In the in the rest of the time that Ryan Day and Kevin Wilson have been here, has that ever happened? I don't believe so. That's not happened. Uh, it, it's not something where I think they're looking at Iowa and going, oh, this team is so scary, scary, scary. It's this cannot happen again, and it's it's message sending time. It's not that Iowa is not a defense that's going to have guys like running into each other and springing. No, they're going to be in the right for a sixty-yard yeah. touchdown. Like you, you have to go out and beat them. Is Ohio State more talented? Of course, um, but it's really good defense. It's the best defense they have played so far. I don't even think it's close. Um, they've not really played a great a great defense at this point. Notre Dame's okay, but I think probably more like average. Um, but also too, this is this is a time of the year last year more or less, where like they were really rocking on offense. And in the middle of the year, they played some good defense. They played Nebraska on the road. That was a good defense. They played Penn State here. That was pretty good defense. And it was clunky. They didn't finish drives. And I think there's been a, a bit of a challenge issued. And Kevin Wilson kind of touched on it. Like, you can't just kind of coast by now. They're going to start playing at, at least better defense. Maybe not better teams by and large, but better defenses than they've seen to this point. And we're used to seeing this offense score every time it has the ball. That's not going to be as easy as it's been. Yeah. Not to say they won't do it. They, they could very well go out and do it on Saturday. But the the level the, the level of difficulty is rising. Here. And he mentioned this is the time of year where you prove if you're tough. And that's been like the the mantra. All This is the motto. That like So if Ohio State doesn't go out this weekend and show that, then you might have the opportunity for that doubt to creep in. And the reality is we talk about Jackson Smith and Jigba and what he does when he brings back, you know, gets back to the offense. But the guy that... We don't know exactly how close he is to returning or what he's going to be as Mayan Williams. And Mayan Williams and Travion Henderson being full speed ahead is what will make this offense go over the next six weeks more than Jackson Smith and Jigba, in my opinion. I think that's one of the interesting dynamics of this matchup. At least I know that Iowa's defense is good. I think it's more instructive to figure out what Ohio State plans to do if all of those guys are back to the full speed, full complement, because this offense has been very good without them. And I, I was just joking about does Jackson earn a starting spot back, but like if he assuming that is the case, which we know that it will be, well, what does that mean for the rest of the wide receivers? What does it mean for uh, the amount of snaps that Mitch Rossi is getting, or G. Scott, a twelve personnel, or uh, this uh, elusive two back package that was <laughs> mentioned a week ago? Like you know, it becomes challenging if you're just throwing all those things back into a bucket against the defense that's very good. This. For Ohio State's offense against Iowa's defense, I get that this is not a tune-up opportunity. Like, yeah. You're going to have to play very well against them to what they are the nation's best offense. Like, So you don't treat it as an experiment. I think you execute the things that you already know that you do well, and I, I think that will be fascinating to watch this week. What I think is fascinating is because Iowa's not a defense that you normally take chances against because they're so good, but their offense is so bad. 131 out of 131 teams in college in FBS football, like that's bad. So I feel like you, as an Ohio State offense, maybe have an opportunity to do more things or take more chances because you're not worried about five pick sixes in this game. Like you feel like you can take a shot here or there. And weather's supposed to be great. It's supposed to probably be like the last, you know, nice weekend of, of the year in Central Ohio for 
for like 70 degrees. I think you're going to see the Buckeyes try to get creative and see exactly what this offense can look like moving forward when they have all potentially the full pieces. I hope it persists because I, I think some of the creativity we've seen to this point has been born out of not having Jackson and just trying to mix things up and see what works and what doesn't. But now that he's presumably back in the fold, that, that allows you to do a lot more. There's, there's a lot of offense here. Like there's multiple personnel packages. They're running it really well, doing different stuff in the run game, play action pass. Like there's, there's a lot that they can get into. I do think it will be a little bit of a challenge moving forward for them. And Kevin Wilson kind of talked about this as well of picking out the right things and, and not going into a week so overloaded with options that, that you struggle to execute things. But it's a veteran staff that they've been through this before. I, I'm not too worried about that, but it is something to monitor, I think, especially when you're playing a defense like Iowa's. Seems almost silly to talk about Ohio State's cornerbacks when you were preparing <laughs> to play Iowa, but there was a lot more optimism that Jordan Hancock, uh, as his hamstring injury continues to improve, getting him opportunities in practice. Uh, I think it also is worth mentioning that getting those practice reps for Denzel Burke and Cameron Brown is important because they missed out on a lot of them. And I think that can partially be used uh, now as an excuse, just a, explanation. an explanation for why they've not played perfect football this year, uh, especially when it relates to Cam Brown coming back uh, a week and a half ago and having not practiced much for the previous two and a half weeks. Like that's, that's not easy to do. And again, just to compare that, that could be the same case for Jackson Smith and Jigba. As good of a practice player as he is, those reps are really important. And Ryan Day has emphasized that more than any season I can ever remember covering with any other coach at any other time, how much practice habits matter. And I think that you can take that back a little bit further to COVID and the issues that then carried over a year ago uh, with a younger team that maybe didn't know how to practice to the level that it needed to. How that relates specifically to the cornerbacks, I don't think we'll know on Saturday against Iowa, but potentially the next week, maybe against Penn State. And then after that, but... I was still probably going to try to throw at some point. I mean, I have to assume that they would uh, with some time to prepare. I, maybe that's a dangerous assumption to make, but like... I mean, they've seen the film. Yeah, They know that right now that's the way to beat this Ohio State defense is by mm-hmm. taking those shots. They don't exactly have um, weapons on the outside. Uh, Kevin Wilson, um, you know, Ryan Day was asked about tight end Luke Lachey at Iowa, and Jim Knowles brought up their tight ends as the best group since Notre Dame. Obviously, we saw Michael Mayer be the focus of the Notre Dame offense. That's what Iowa does. So there is a different challenge because we've seen Tommy Eichenberg be so good against the run. We've seen Steel Chambers getting better and better. This is a sort of a two- or three-headed monster at tight end that you'll see probably more Ronnie Hickman, more Lathan Ransom in that coverage area. But back to the corners, like we talked about it last week. Denzel Burke and Cam Brown didn't really practice in August either. So now you've had your essentially your top three guys not practicing since August, and you don't want to say, well, now we're six weeks in, let's take it serious. But I think that you're going to see those guys healthy and getting more reps that are going to change the way they look on the field. I'm, I'm curious whether or not Jordan Hancock's play plays because I'm, the, the one thing I think that he does bring to that group that's in short supply at the moment is a tackling ability, uh, especially when teams – I think Iowa, if it does throw the ball to its receivers, will probably try to do so with just quick stuff out to the sideline. And some teams have had success against Ohio State doing that this year because the cornerback tackling has not been all that sure. Um, and a little bit that we've seen of Jordan Hancock, whether it was in the spring or in practice or last year, um, I think he excels in that area. He just I think that's part of who he is. Um, and when you're banged up, like if you're if you're Denzel Burke, maybe you're a little hesitant with your hand, or if you're Cameron Brown and you just had this like litany of injury concerns, maybe you're a little hesitant in those situations too. Um, and I don't know. I, I would hope that Jordan is not because when he comes back, I think they're going to need that. I was pretty disappointed to hear from Jim Knowles about the lack of 
high-level ball in the Philadelphia Catholic Yeah, League. yeah, it's changed. It's changed. <laughs> back back in his day, I'm sure it was not very good. But now the high school that he went to is an absolute powerhouse. Uh, it's a school. It's where Kyle McCord and Marvin Harrison Jr. went. So uh, yeah, it's a little different now. Maybe it's just because they had Kyle McCord and Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, and there's uh, you know some nefarious recruiting going on allegedly. Oh, Ooh, you know, Kyle, for instance, Kyle McCord is from New Jersey. Oh, hmm. are you aware of this, Brian? I'm aware that Kyle Kyle McCord lives family lives in New Jersey. Yes. Oh, well, it's not father, against it's not against the rules. His father played at Rutgers. Yeah, you know, other schools oh. can't do that. Okay. Is there anything else that you thought was? No, I mean, I think that this is just the type of day where you could tell that they are happy with what happened in the last week, but they also realize, like, the first six weeks of the season sort of felt like just a tune-up, and now we have the next six games that are going to put them face-to-face with the toughest competition they're going to face this year, and and you just build and build. So That was the pre-con champ push. The pre-con champ, uh, pre-post-conference middle part of the season break. Mm-hmm. It's important. Ready to get? The, yeah, let's break it. Break. Uh, that's Bill and Burm. I'm Austin. This has been Snap Judgments on a Tuesday. In the Woody Hayes Athletic Center, Ohio State, getting ready for Iowa Saturday noon. Don't miss it. A lot more coverage coming your way on the podcast all week long.